0: Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott.
1: And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Hey, welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Abbott, and And I got Vera with me right now. Here I am. It's me, your co-host, Mira. Hey, be, hey, So we are talking about God giving us gifts to serve others as expressions of his various forms of grace for his glory. This verse
0: is good. It's real good. I'm going to read the whole thing. Can I do that? You're not going to
1: recite it? You don't have it memorized?
0: I have this way that you can memorize things. Is You take the first letter of every You're word in the verse? <laughs> um, no, I do have it memorized, although one part trips me up every single time. What part? So it says, I'm going to read the whole thing, and then I'll tell you what messes me up. All out. right, all right. Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. That comes from 1 Peter 4.10. I always want to say each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve one another.
1: hmm Okay, Instead of
0: to serve others as faithful stewards.
1: Yes. I I have a similar trip up on this one because I memorized it in a different version a while back. And it is each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its varied forms. Mm. It's a very slight difference.
0: Well, uh, can I just say that I originally was not wild on this design Mm. um, because I was like, I don't know. It felt a tiny bit cheesy to me, even though it was like, that's what I said, hey, let's do this. (laughs) But now, uh, especially the sticker, I actually really love this design. I think it's super fun. The letters are in a square and it's got a bow on the top
1: of it. So it's like a little present. It's like a little present, which is exactly what God's grace is to us. Yes. It's actually a really, really awesome present. The best present ever. It's like when I gave my kids a Nintendo Switch and they didn't think that they were getting that. And literally, one of my kids, the one who wanted it the most, started crying. I didn't know that story. Maybe (laughs) we need to ask, what's the best gift you've ever received? Okay, I'm not going to tell that story. Instead, I'm going to tell the best gift I've ever given, which was that. Uh, But I will say that I went overboard as a mom, and that's why this happened. It was because uh, my son had wanted a Nintendo Switch really badly, And he was already like older, like he was in middle school and literally every one of his friends already had some kind of gaming system. And so he had asked for this gaming system. And he's like one of those kids who he'll ask you one time. Like, I think he asked me when he was like in second grade and I was like, no. And so he took that to heart and he never asked again. (laughs) He's that kid. And so, so I asked him, what does he want for Christmas? And he was like, well, there's this one thing that I really want. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, oh, you already said no to it. 17 years ago. (laughs) I know. It was a Nintendo Switch. And so I was like, oh, buddy, yeah, we could talk about that. So he's like explaining it to me and telling me all the things. And then in his mind, he's like, I'm totally getting this. Like my mom, she's going to get this for me and it's going to be awesome. And there is something innate in me that hates when my kids know what they're getting. So he kept talking about it like he already had it, he already had it, he already had it. Well, so when... One of the times that he said that, I was like, oh, did you say Nintendo Switch? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought you were talking about, and it was like a handheld one. I can't remember if it was a Game Boy or what it was at mm-hmm. the time, and which is like totally not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I'm like, oh, I thought that's what you were talking about. And he's like, oh, I mean, that would be great. That would be great, Mom. I would love that. Uh- Mind. In his mind, he thought he was going to get that handheld thing. And then when he opened the switch, I mean, it was for all the kids, but he was it was in his lap. And I was like, I think Josiah should open this one. He just got like big teary eyes and he was like, oh, you got it. Oh my gosh. I... I was like, oh, I think I went too far. You went too far. <laughs> oh,
0: that's wonderful yeah. though. I mean, Receiving gifts. I know that there's the whole like love language thing, you know, about how do you receive love? I am a gift receiver. I love gifts. (laughs) You were going to say giver. (laughs) I do enjoy giving gifts, but I really like receiving gifts. (laughs) I got no shame. Other people are like, it's quality time or (laughs) access. I'm like, no, just, just give me a present. I would love a (laughs) present. (laughs) Is that bad? I don't know. Something
1: tangible that I can open.
0: I do, and it doesn't have to be big. I mean, it can be the tiniest thing. I really receive mm. gifts
1: well, so mm. Mm.
0: Okay. just saying. Okay,
1: uh, um, I think I kind of knew that about you, but I don't think I've ever heard you vocalize that. Even if it's a a note on a piece
0: of paper, the tangible note, I will save that. I will save that and treasure mm. it.
1: Mm. I don't know. Okay, I'm wondering if you've ever saved any little notes that I gave you.
0: I, I actually have one in my drawer.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I feel like I should write you more notes now. (laughs) I treasure them. (laughs) I am so excited to tell you about this next thing. We have just come out with a well differently scripture memory journal. Why we haven't done this before, I have no idea, but it is specifically catered to your scripture memorization along with us. Whether you're a member or you listen to the podcast, it's a great place for you to practice writing out your verses, writing down prayers, jotting down information that you're learning here on the podcast, or other things that you're learning about the verses. There's all kinds of prompts in it to help you further, just delve deeper into the verse. So you can use the code PODCAST15 to take 15% off your journal purchase. And we cannot wait to hear about how much you are loving it. Okay. I actually really love this design because when you think about what God has given us, it's everything. Mm -hmm. We do nothing to earn his favor. And even the gifts that we have They are expressions of his various grace, the things that he has already given us. So Vera, any questions, any thoughts that come to mind as we think about this particular verse? One thing that
0: I think is pretty common for folks is to look at other people's gifts and be like, I don't have that gift. I Mm -hmm. wish I I had that gift. A lot of people struggle with that comparison or like, you know, I'm not a teacher, so I don't matter or that kind of attitude of not really recognizing the things God has given them. So mm. if you, what would you say, Natalie, to somebody who's struggling in that specific spot, who is struggling with always feeling inadequate or like their gifts are lesser than, what would you say to that person to encourage them that that is, that is a varied form of God's grace to you and it matters? Yeah. And it's, it's worthy.
1: Okay. So that reminds me when I was first a new mommy and I stepped out of the workplace and sort of that affirmation that you get from people like, oh, you did a really great job on that project into a space where the vast majority of what I did felt very mundane to me. And I felt like I was failing at it. (laughs) The double um, whammy. Double whammy. Like nobody's telling me I'm doing a good job because nobody sees what I'm doing. It doesn't feel like much of a service to to like change a diaper. Like nobody's giving me an applaud for that. I didn't get an A plus on that. You know, your kids are probably almost never going to tell you thank you until they're like in their 30s. So mm-hmm. any of you not, new mommies out there, just a word to the wise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do not live for the affirmation and applause of other people, especially not your own children. But Those particular moments of doing the least thing are actually sometimes the ways that we reflect Christ the best. Mm -hmm. So like he who was not above washing the feet, the nasty, I walked all day in my sandals on the nasty, dirty ground kind of feet. If he will do that for us, then we almost best reflect him when we are doing that for somebody else. Because you know for sure that your motivations are pure. When Hmm. the thing that you are doing, nobody sees, and even if they did, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. So now you can have a bad motivation in that, and you you can do it out of a heart of like, why doesn't anybody ever say thank you to me? But if you can do that kind of work... In a way that is reflective of the fact that you are serving the Lord with the gifts that he has given you, i.e., if you're that mommy, your little babies, or if you are that person who is in like the lowest totem pole job. I remember I worked at Pizza Hut, it was my first job. And it was like I was the person who was tasked with cleaning the bathrooms.
0: I used to clean bathrooms at Panera, that was my job. Like I was low man for a long time. <laughs> yes. And I actually struggle going into Panera sometimes if I smell the bathroom cleaner, because I still mm. use the same one. If I go in there and I smell <laughs> that, I'm like, can't eat here. I'm yeah. just going to have a coffee.
1: <laughs> well, so my husband's a pastor and I'll never forget, we were serving at a new church and we had done something as a, as a group and whatever, had a meal or something. And he started putting up chairs. And afterwards, somebody said to him, we've never had a pastor put up chairs before. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I mean, he's just everybody else. If you can't put up chairs, then you shouldn't be preaching in the pulpit, Mm -hmm. right? In God's economy, there is no small thing. There is no no, small thing. There is no menial task. In fact, he looks at the widow who puts the two cents in and says, she gave more than everybody else. The Lord is looking for your heart. Mm -hmm. Just like He is giving you everything that you need, right? So if you're not earning this, you're not doing this out of your own strength, you're doing this in his strength for him and for the service of his people. And if that's, if that is your orientation, then you can speak to a crowd of thousands of people or you can clean the toilet in your church and it is beautiful. It doesn't matter where you are in the spectrum of how man sees that but the Lord is pleased. But if your heart is wrong, then you can't do anything that is going to be pleasing to him. If you're doing it for the applause of man, you already got your reward. There it was.
0: That's really good. And I think the reverse of that, which sometimes we struggle with is if we are doing it for the applause of man, you got what you wanted and that it's now gone. But if you aren't doing the thing that you are gifted to do
1: Mm.
0: out of fear, what does that look like? Because I have been in that seat before.
1: Like, why don't you tell us, Vera? Because, because <clears throat> I, I know, I know what you're talking about. But I think, I think you're, you're striking a chord here.
0: Yeah. So when Dwell began five plus years ago, I didn't even want. I was, guys, I was so caught up in fear, I didn't even want to have an Instagram account for Dwell. Mm, I was I like, I don't want to do that. I'm not about that. I struggled big time about it. I didn't want to put it out there. I was like, I just want privacy. If God wants to grow dwell, he can do it without Instagram. That was my attitude. Yeah. But that wasn't really my true belief because God could do that. He will do that. He's going to do whatever he wants to do with or without me. The, the real truth behind that was I was afraid. And so I was not stepping into that space because I was afraid. And I mean, God has been very clear that this is where he has me in my life at this time is to serve others through the work at Dwell. And that happens to be a presence in social media. And I have to remind myself that all the time. I make a lot of decisions that hurt me sometimes or that can stunt the growth of getting people God's word out of fear. I'm not, Mm. I'm not using my gifts out of fear. And so I think that's a big thing to ask yourself. If I'm not doing the thing, what is, what is keeping me from doing the thing? Am I not doing the thing because I think I'm above it? Maybe that's your thing. Like it's too small of a thing. It's washing the church toilets. Do you think you're above that? Or are you not doing the thing because you're afraid of what that would mean?
1: Yeah, that's a good word. I think sometimes we don't step into the thing God is calling us into because we're afraid that he hasn't equipped us. And yet we know from our verse that he has given us these gifts. They're his, and they're for serving others. Mm-hmm. And we it's, it really isn't about us anyway, because if you notice, these gifts that we have, we are stewards, which is like another word for like... um. An ambassador or somebody like I, I am not the United States, but if I'm an ambassador of the United States, I'm representing the United States, Mm -hmm. right? Or if I'm a steward of something, I am entrusted with the care of something. It's like, I'm a babysitter. I'm not the mom, Mm -hmm. I'm the babysitter. And I'm entrusted with these kids while she's away. Mm -hmm. Same kind of thing. God, God has entrusted us with, with people and influence and places in in the world that he wants us to step into. And as such, he has equipped us to do those very things. And sometimes I think it seems like the humble thing to say, like, oh, I can't do that because I'm not, I'm not good enough at it, which is kind of what Moses tried to do um, when God called him to go to Pharaoh. He was like, I don't know, I can't do that. And finally God was like, okay, I'm going to send Aaron, whatever. But the point is God is going to do what God is going to do And you're actually being disobedient, not humble, when Mm -hmm. you refuse to do what he's asking you to do because you don't think that you're good enough. Because ultimately, it ain't about you. It's about him and him giving you the strength and the power to do the thing that he's asking you to do for his glory. You're just the vessel. (laughs) You're just a tiny little speck. And it's a great thing. And it's awesome that he would use you. But it's not ultimately about you. And that is a freedom that we can have. Mm-hmm. We are free to walk in the things God calls us to do because it's not about us. It doesn't all depend on us. It's all about him. That's right. And and I think the the bigger
0: part there too is that he will equip you. Mm. So
1: mm-hmm. it's,
0: I think Elizabeth Woodson several weeks ago on her Instagram page asked the question, are you treating everything like you are the owner or are you a steward? Mm. And just the freedom that comes with not being the owner and just being the steward. And and the belief that if God gives me this thing, for me personally, it was dwell. If God gives me this thing that he has called me to do, do I actually believe that he is going to equip me and give me everything I need to do it?
1: Mm.
0: Or do I believe it's all on me? (laughs) It's my responsibility It hinges on whether I am successful or I fail because the reality is is I'm going to come up short. And that was like the biggest thing that was keeping me from from wanting Dwell to be on Instagram. I didn't want to be out there. I have a tendency to believe in the possibility of failure and that scares me. Do I believe that I'm actually just a steward of Dwell? I'm not the owner of Dwell. I'm a steward of Dwell and he is going to equip me and Natalie and our team to do the things that he's called us to do and what freedom when I actually believe that I vacillate, right? Cause I'm so human. Some days I believe that and seasons I believe that. And there are other seasons where I go back to my own strength and, um, thinking that I am in charge and I am have to, I have to do it all. Or do I believe we have been given the gifts because God is equipping us to do the thing he set before us.
1: It's about him. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Every time, every time he's the one who gives the gifts. He's the one who gives us our salvation. And he didn't just save us and sort of like, okay, well, I guess I'll let them into heaven later, but that he would incorporate us, even though we fail all the time into his good plans for us. It's like cooking with small people. Anytime you cook with small people, you know, they're going to be eating the dough you know, they're going to do weird stuff and it's going to be kind of messy and whatever. But God looks at us like that. I'm going to include you in this because I love you. And it is Mm -hmm. a joy to me. He's going to make the end product awesome either way, but that he would include us should give us this freedom that he would give us every, every ingredient. You know, he's, he's the one that's going back and like, okay, well, they only put a half a cup in, so I'm going to add another half a cup, whatever it is. He has it totally under control. And we just have to step into that with him. And that Mm -hmm. is, that's joy. Like Vera and I, we're just normal people. And God has put us in this place where you have us in your earbuds right now. It so blows my mind, but it's because he has something to say. And we were willing to step into that and say, okay, we'll be your mouthpiece as fallen as we are. And as, you know, wacko as we can be, he's, he is pleased to use us and he's pleased to use you. So whatever it is that God is calling you to do, would you be prayerful about it? Would you this month and in the coming months ask God for opportunities, even the mundane opportunities to serve him? And would you look at all of the opportunities that he has given you as a blessing? That's that's the challenge. That's my challenge. I love it.
0: That's a really good word because I was going to ask you, what would you say to the person who is trying to figure out what their gifting is? (laughs)
1: But you just did it. Make time. Make time to ask him. You can also read our blog post. We're talking about it all month on our blog at dwelldifferently.com. There you go. There you go. It's right there. All right. Thanks for joining me, Vera. Love it. We'll see you next month. Hey, are you loving this month's verse but you want a little bit more? Let me tell you, every week, We write a devotional email and we post it on our blog online at dwelldifferently.com. And you can also sign up with your email there to get it every single Monday in your Monday morning email, just a little devotional to get your week started off right. So go over to dwelldifferently.com and sign up for our weekly email.